0: Kundalini syndrome isn't real. Kundalini is real, but it's not a syndrome. It's not a sickness, it's not an illness, it's not something going wrong. It's the next step in our evolutionary journey as a human being. Now, if I'm not mistaken, the concept of a syndrome is associated with a group of symptoms that have a mysterious underlying cause. So when there's a mystery illness, we call it a syndrome. Now, sometimes when we find out the underlying cause of a syndrome, we still refer to it as a syndrome if the name has caught on, okay? So Down syndrome is an example of this. It was mysterious at first, then it became understood, but still they call it Down syndrome. The name stuck, okay? Kundalini is not like this. It has been known, it has been documented for a very, very long time. Multiple traditions, multiple religions around the world have acknowledged the energetic, transformative process of the human being into a spiritual being, spiritual human being, okay? So to call it a syndrome means that the phenomena associated with the process would be symptoms, but they're not symptoms. When a caterpillar goes into a cocoon, it's not experiencing cocoon syndrome, and the urge to build the cocoon isn't some sort of symptom, Okay, it's a known transformation, the caterpillar going into the cocoon to become the butterfly. Okay, when a child begins to go through puberty, we don't consider it a syndrome that, you know, they're growing their hair, they're growing hair under their armpits, and they're sleeping more. We don't say, oh, they have a syndrome, puberty syndrome, and these are the symptoms of the puberty syndrome. No. These are signs of a natural process of human development that we all acknowledge and we trust that it's going to carry itself out successfully and we don't interfere with it. Okay. So the same goes with Kundalini awakening. The phenomena that we experience during the process are signs of the transformation, not symptoms, because of course, Kundalini is not a syndrome. Okay. So this is very important to understand because our words shape our world, right? We use our words to manifest a reality. They inform the way that we perceive our experience of life, okay? So if we consider that our Kundalini process is some sort of illness, some sort of sickness, some sort of syndrome, then that would mean that we're victims of it, and that means that then we have to find a cure. There is no cure for Kundalini, just as there is no cure for puberty or for a caterpillar going into the cocoon. Kundalini is a natural process, okay? So shifting our understanding out of this idea that it might be a sickness or illness or syndrome into one that it's a transform, it's a transformation, it's a gift, it's an invitation, it's an evolutionary process, shifting to that understanding will contextualize your experience for you. It will snap you out of victimhood and into a state of empowerment, which from there you'll be able to actually develop the right attitudes and approaches to go through your process safely and smoothly, okay? Your awareness will open up to find meaningful ways for you to support your process most of those meaningful ways will either come intuitively from yourself within or they'll be shared by other people who have also gone through the process, okay? People who want to treat Kundalini syndrome, treat it as an illness, treat the signs as symptoms, they likely haven't gone through the process. And so their view naturally is to shut it down because that's what you would do with an illness. To, you would cure it, right? But that's only for that's only the approach that people take who fear it because they misunderstand it. So... Kundalini. It is a gift, a transformative process, not a syndrome. The signs that we experience are not symptoms. They are the ways in which the, our system provides clear evidence that we're going through an evolutionary process. It's The signs let us know there is work being done. Relax, chill out, surrender, take time for self-care. And in time, the process will come to a point of relative completion. You'll experience oneness with divinity state of self-realization. Of course, this doesn't mean that you'll be a perfected being, perfected human being. That's no, There's no such thing. You'll constantly be a work in progress, but you'll be operating from a newer, higher, more evolved awakened state of consciousness. Very wonderful place to operate from. Wish you all the best on your Kundalini Awakening journey. You can check out the talks on my channel for more information about navigating the evolutionary process of Kundalini Awakening, approaching it as... an evolutionary process as opposed to an illness or a sickness. I've got some great tips, principles, and practices to help you get through your process. There's some great interviews there with other people that have gone through their own process. Very, very unique uh, unfoldings, different walks of life, people from all around the world. And uh, all very, very different ways in which Kundalini unfolds for them. Very interesting, exciting uh, stuff on those interviews. Definitely check it out. I hope this message has been meaningful for you today, especially if you've been stuck in a state of victimhood, feeling as if, you know, Kundalini has made you sick. I hope I can serve to help you to snap out of that and see that you are being invited to, you know, embody uh, the the highest, most evolved version of yourself. You can visit brentspirit.com for more free content just like this. You can contact me with any questions about your Kundalini Awakening process by email, and I'll do my best to get back to you as soon as I can visit brentspirit.com as well if you'd like to find out how to make a donation or to learn about meeting with me one-on-one. Thanks so much for listening today. I appreciate your time. Much love and peace.